Welcome to the Ministry Story Podcast. This is episode number nine, and today is Monday, February 28th, 2011. I am David Tonin, your host for this podcast and for all the Ministry Story Podcasts for that matter. And I'm recording to you live from Canada's East Coast in Halifax, Nova Scotia. Uh, For you who are regular podcast subscribers, you have noticed that I took a two-week break from recording this past two weeks. Uh, I was away on a spring break with uh, with my beautiful wife, and we were celebrating our 15-year wedding anniversary. So we had a great trip. We went all the way along the California coastline from Monterey all the way down to Newport Beach. We had considerably better weather than we have here on the East Coast this time of year, um, and uh, and generally a great rest. And so even though I had great intentions of recording before I left, I didn't get around to it is basically what happened. Uh, there was just so much stuff going on in the week or so leading up to leaving that even though I had great intentions of putting a couple together that could be um, published while I was away, it just never happened. And so um, that's just the busyness of life and I ran out of time and I apologize to those of you who were hoping to get a couple in the last couple of weeks, but I've got great news. Even though today it's just me flying solo, I don't have a guest, um, I want to share a few thoughts and observations that I've been having just even over the last couple of weeks as I've been off. My brain's always running on marketing mode, it seems, even when I'm on vacation. Um, But I have three great guests lined up for the upcoming weeks, so I'm sure that you're going to benefit from them and their wisdom, and I'm really looking forward to recording those in the upcoming weeks and publishing them and sharing some content with you. While I was away... I began reading a new book called Content Rules. That's the title, Content Rules. And it's by Anne Handley and C.C. Chapman. And the reason this book kind of captured my attention is that I have been listening to C.C. as a podcaster for the last couple of years. He's done a number of different podcasts. He writes a blog, and I'll put links to those in the show notes on ministrystory.com. And so the fact that he's written this brand new book uh, and has a co-author with him. I, I just thought it was kind of interesting, and, and the, con- the whole title of it and the concept of the book uh, quite intrigued me. It's Even though it is a business book, and it focuses on the important, basically what it does is it focuses on the importance of creating content as an organization and how that whole content creation process will benefit you in today's communication environment with the ver- variety of social media channels and tools that are available to any organization, including a church, um, such as blogs and podcasts, videos, ebooks, Facebook, Twitter, and all those uh, different tools. Now, even though I'm only halfway through the book, um, I think it's really well written, and I'm going to provide a link to it in the show notes as well if it's something you're curious about uh, picking up on your own. But also, I'll probably be writing a review on it once I finish it, and there's enough content in this book about content that is relevant to any organization and specifically in the context of the local church that I think that there are some neat things that we can draw out of it as leaders in churches. And so, um, like I said, though it's not a church marketing book, um, it's not a church communications book, um, the, the writers, I'm not even sure really what their connection is with a church, if they are connected in any way, shape, or form, because they don't talk about that, and that's really not the purpose. But it has me thinking about all of these principles that they're laying out here in the context of the church, and, and that's what I want you to think about with me this morning, which is 
the content in the context of your specific church environment, my specific church environment. And so I want you to think about two things today. First of all, as a church, who are you? That's right. Who are you? Who is your church? What is the reason your church exists in the community that you're in? How is your church different from all the other churches in your community? Different from the church across the street, around the corner, um, across town? How is your church different? Why are you there? What are you doing that's specifically and unique to your church community? Why are you there? What are you doing? Now ask yourself this question. Are you answering those questions and are you telling that story through your church website? Are you answering those uh, quote-unquote uniqueness questions for someone who comes to your church website for the very first time? Will they get a clear understanding of who you are? If not, and in a lot of cases... I know that churches really struggle with this. I mean, almost every organization struggles with this, but churches specifically struggle with this. So if not, you need to really consider re-examining your church website content. And sometimes that really, I'm working with a number of churches right now, and they find it hard to do that themselves because they're so close to the action. They're very um, inward focused. And I don't mean that in a bad way. But every church and every church leader gets very focused on the tasks of the day or the tasks of the week and all the different ministries and responsibilities that you have going on as a church leader that you have to attend to on any given day or any given week. And so as a result, you get very focused on the inside. And even if you create a team of people to look at the content of your church uh, communications or your church website specifically, it's very hard to actually write down in a very creative and very uh, in being creative, being succinct, but yet being very clear on the uniqueness of who you are. It's very hard to write all that out. It's easier to say it if somebody were to ask you. It's not so hard necessarily as a church leader for you to explain to somebody using words verbally. But when it comes to succinctly writing that out and yet making it very descriptive and very captivating, it's very difficult. And what I'm finding, and uh, one of the suggestions that I might give you is that quite often it helps to have somebody who isn't in your church help you with that process because they can look at things um, with a much bigger macro perspective. They can stand back, look at who you are, ask you some questions, and help you write that, um, answer those questions about who you are and what's unique about you in your community, your specific church and its ministries and programs. They can help you with that better because they aren't so close to the action. So anyway, it's something to think about. If you have it in your ability to bring somebody in from the outside to do that, that's a really good way to help make that process go more smoothly. You'll still have to write the initial draft. Like uh, a couple of the clients that I'm working with right now, I'm get, they have to write the first draft of the um, content 
and I provide some guidance for that. But then what I do is I'll sit down and I'll actually work with them because I don't know their church specifically. I don't really know all their programs. I'm not close to the action. So it's a lot easier for me to help um, help them answer the questions and help them look at it through the eyes of an outsider. Now, the second thing that I want you to think about this morning is how are you explaining your story? So what is your church voice specifically? And you may find that to be a little bit of a strange question, but it is a very important one to consider. What is your church voice? And this is kind of the focus of um, the book that I was referring you to. Uh, their whole chapter four is all about who are you? And, um, and, and so these two concepts kind of come out of chapter four in C.C. Chapman and Anne Handley's book. Is your website content just all about facts? So is it all written in a very factual sort of way without any character? Um, or is it represented through the voice of your leader or your culture? So think about this. Um, usually in the smaller churches that I'm working with, you have one person who is your church spokesperson, your your the face of the organization. That's typically the senior pastor or, or lead pastor. So quite often it'll be their voice. If you are the pastor or, lead, or key leader in your church setting, it'll usually be your voice, your specific voice that will speak the answers to what it is that is unique about your church or what it is that is your real mission and your vision and your heartbeat and your passion for serving in your local church, in your local community. So quite often the voice is the voice of the senior leader or senior pastor, senior minister. But it could also be the voice of your culture. So maybe your church has a very unique culture. Every church, by the way, does have a very unique culture. So you need to identify what is the unique culture of our church? What does that actually sound like as it's sort of written out? Um, and can you communicate through that voice, the voice of your culture, um, whether it's the demographic culture or this, um, you know, different psychographics or, or socioeconomic, uh, you know, perspectives or whatever, what is the culture of your church? And maybe that can be a way that you can represent your church in, in its voice. It is really the styling of your writing, either coming out in the sort of the verbal voice or the written voice of the pastor or the styling of your character. Now here, I'm going to read just a really, I, I don't really intend on doing a lot of reading, but there's a couple interesting quotes from the content rules book. And the first thing that I highlighted here in chapter four is a critical step in developing great content is to develop your own distinct voice. So that sort of backs up what I've just been kind of going on about for the last couple minutes. Develop your own distinct voice. Um, and then a little further down on this page, the second page of chapter four says, the notion of voice actually has everything to do with your business, or in this case, everything to do with your church. Voice is about how you write, certainly, but in a larger sense, it is about how you express your brand. And we've talked a lot about brand in the last couple of weeks, and a couple of my guests coming up in the next few weeks are also going to expand on brand. So your voice in a, in a larger sense, is about how you express your brand, they say. 
It is about the tone you take in all of your communications and publishing. And this is important. It is about figuring out what's unique about you and about your perspective. So what's unique about your church? What's unique about your perspective? What's unique about your culture? And this is important because the reason we have such a you know, huge mosaic of churches in every city and town across North America, across the world that are Christian churches. The reason there's so many different denominations or different churches is because each of them has a very unique culture, a very unique perspective. At the core foundation to be a Christian church, you certainly have Jesus as your foundation and the doctrines that go around the core doct biblical doctrines of Jesus. But beyond that, there's different cultures and different perspectives of, of sort of living out scripture in the context of your local church. So your question, the question really is, what is unique about you? Think about your church. What is unique about you? Um, they say, be, uh, there's a quote in here by a guy named Joe Paluzzi, who is a, con a marketing guy. And it says, before you can truly understand your customers, or before you can truly, in our context, before you can truly understand the people you're trying to reach, you have to understand yourself. So this is all about understanding yourself. Um, the other thing they stay, say here is uh, it's, that it's very important um, your organization is struggling to differentiate in a crowded market. To succeed, you need to forge a separate and unique identity and create an enduring and memorable brand. So is your church memorable? And what is it memorable for? What is the appeal of your church to the people that are currently going to it? Um, and basically, uh, the, the last sentence was, in short, you have to stop sounding like everyone else. And the reason I thought this was important and is relative, uh, relevant, I guess, to our conversation this morning is because local churches often just sound alike from one to the next. If you look at a lot of church websites or a lot of church communication, there's a lot of similar sounding stuff from church to church to church. But the reality is every single one of you are different and you need to start communicating with that different. You have to communicate those differences and communicate those uniquenesses and your perspective and your culture and your voice and, and, and your passion. You need to very much focus in on who you are. And so, like I said, I think churches struggle with this. And I think often, really, again, all organizations struggle with this. But churches struggle with it because of a couple of reasons. And the main one being is that they just don't spend enough time on crafting their story and writing out their content and then kind of rewriting it and rewriting it and making sure that it's clear and yet captures the uniqueness of your culture. Think about your church. In all likelihood, most of you who are sitting here listening to this your church hasn't given a lot of thought to the content, hasn't put a lot of effort into the content that is written on their website. I know even in my situation, in my own church's situation, I have given thought to it and we have done an okay job. Is it excellent? Mm, it probably needs some work. As I'm reading this book, the more I'm reading it, the more I'm thinking, yeah, you know, for my own businesses, but for my own church, my own local church, we need to kind of revisit this. And 
I want to encourage you to revisit it. Whether you put together a team of people to do it, whether you hire somebody from the outside to help you manage through this process and reassess, one way or the other, I just want to really encourage all of us today to really think and re-examine and review the content that is written on our websites. And I mean, and there's a lot more that can be said about content. I, I mean, my brain is just <laughs> is just kind of churning with all kinds of different ideas on content. And I was going to go a couple other directions, but I wanted to keep this podcast a little bit succinct today. All focusing just on the content that is communicated through your website on the front page and on the subsequent important pages that follow that. So specifically the about page, you know, so to describe what your church really is all about and making sure that you're communicating that very clearly, but also um, looking at things like, you know, the page that you have or pages you have that describe the core element ministries that you have. So specifically what's going on on Sunday mornings, what is there, what is important there for new first time visitors? What do they need to know? Are you answering all their questions so they can make an easy decision if they even want to come visit you for the first time? Um, what are the key core ministries and opportunities for their family? So for them as an individual, for their spouse, for their children. Um, those are probably the core ones. And so anyway, take some time to contemplate that. Certainly, um, if you want to dialogue around that, you're welcome to email me. You're welcome to post a comment here at the posting of this podcast at ministrystory.com. Um, and I'll probably be writing, like I said, a few blog posts on this stuff too, because there's a lot to consider. And it's very, very important. And I think it's something, it's a topic that has been neglected, not only in the business community, but specifically in our context, it has been neglected in the church community. So if we can all become better communicators, better storytellers, better writers, um, and develop that, you, you know, focus in on really who we are, what is unique about us, and make sure that we're telling our story and answering our question, answering the questions that a visitor might have with our very own unique voice of the leader or the culture of the church. I think if all of us listening to this, all of us, um, you know, thinking this through, if we could all do that in our churches, uh, we would certainly be much more effective and have much greater impact and be communicating with much greater clarity than we currently are. So those are my thoughts for today. I hope you have a great week. I'll be back again next week at the same time, Monday. We'll be publishing uh, episode number 10. So I hope you have a great week. Until next week. Thank you for joining us for today's Ministry Story Podcast. Feel free to post any comments you may have on ministrystory.com. Our podcast theme song is Could This Be the End of the Hiding by The Contact? who can be found at thecontactmusic.com. Please join us every Monday for another inspirational conversation designed to increase ministry effectiveness as we share the greatest story ever told.